Performance Plus presents the Summit Club Podcast, your business roundtable discussion for sales and business leaders with your host, Bill Stats. Hi, and welcome to the Summit Club at Business Roundtable. I'm your host, Bill Stats, and I'm with our Summit Club senior contributor, John Thane. This is podcast number 36 in the series of Golf, a Game for Life, entitled Why We Play. It's pretty interesting because we're going to have real-world golfers give us an idea of why they play the game. Hi, JT. Bill, I'm glad to be here. One of my favorite subjects, golf. Uh, Of course, that always depends on the day and how I'm playing, but uh, I'm excited to hear what uh, a lot of our guests have to say. I mean, one minute the game is fabulous and it seems so easy, and the next minute it feels like you're playing for the first time. So I think all of us have experienced that. Well, listen to these drop-in interviews with eight seasoned golfers of all skill levels. Just from the community, answering the question, what does golf mean to you? And uh, and check out our roster of players. You'll hear Ashley Greer, who's our PGA woman professional and a member of our golf advisory board. And uh, Jeff Brown, Michelle Dayub, Steve Casley. Elise Roma, Steve Frain, Rhonda Fleming, and last but not least, Pete Kinney, who's done almost everything you could think of in golf. So without any further ado, let's listen in on why they play. I'm looking forward to these stories, Bill. Let's go. So, Ashley Greer, PGA Women's Golf Professional, what does golf mean to you? always been my life. I grew up with it as my dad was a PGA professional and we had a golf center in our front yard. So as a kid, golf was just kind of our playground. It was something to do for fun and activity. And over the years, as I became a professional and I played a lot more, now I would say I play golf for the competition and the challenge. I'm very competitive and I think What makes us all so crazy for golf is that you can never beat the sport. You can always get better. You think you figure it out, and then you have a bad day, and then you keep on searching. And it just, it makes you want to constantly work and try to see how good you can get. So for me, now the challenge and the competition of seeing how good I can get is why I love to play. But there's so many ways and reasons out there that people should play golf whether it be the social aspect or in the fresh air, being out in the environment, or just for fun. Um, there's a lot of great reasons to play golf. And I hope uh, hope you can find the one that drives you and makes you want to play golf and enjoy it as much as I do. So, Jeff, uh, tell me, what, what does golf mean to you? You know, Bill, I was, I was thinking about this uh, prior to the call, and I will take a quote from the movie uh, Bagger Vance, and it's uh, golf is a game that's played but never won. And I've been playing golf for 30 plus years, and that always resonated with me because, you know, you could say that people go out and break par and that's beating the course, but it really isn't because the next day you come back and you got to battle through it. And for the amateurs, like myself, uh, the opportunity to break par comes far and few between. I think I've done it 
three or four times in my playing time. So it's the challenge. What really golf is for me is it's the challenge to come out and compete against the course. And every time you go out and play, whether you're, you're at your home club, there's always something different that comes into play, whether it's wind or faster greens or whatever. So it, you're constantly having to hone your game to compete against the course. And I've been in competitive sports for most of my career and transitioned to full-time into, uh, into golf. And that's the challenge for me. And down here in Florida, their courses are all different and they play all different, you know, all different ways. And you just got to stay focused and be patient. And it's uh, afforded me a great pastime and I'm going to continue to do it until I can't walk. So that's really what golf has meant to me. And, and I also do it with my wife, which is, which is also fun because she and I can get out and do the same thing together. I guess that's the best way I could sum it up. It, it's a constant challenge and it keeps you fresh. And every day you go out and play, you never know what you're going to be up against. So, Michelle, what does golf mean to you? Bill, I love this question because I only started playing golf last year. I am in my late 60s. Uh, and a lot of people say to me, why are you just starting to play golf now? Well, it started out for me to be more of a social activity with friends. I love being out of doors. I love that I can play with people of all ages. I can play with men and women. Uh, it's just such a great activity. And it's fun, and it's something that I think I can continue to play. It certainly is challenging. And I notice that the more I play, the better I get. But really, I just love the social aspect of it. I love being out, you know, in the beautiful weather and even the bad weather. It's so interesting to me that even when it rains, if you're on the golf course, you don't even notice. It could be 90 degrees in your sweating bullets, but you don't even notice. So, Steve, let me ask you a question. What does golf mean to you? Wow, that's a great question, Bill. And, you know, to me, golf means life. It literally teaches you every aspect of life. And people may say, well, that's because you're a golf fanatic. But it's not true. It can come to people who play every day, uh, you know, to people who play once a month. And the wonderful thing about it is it not only teaches you about life, but it teaches you the span of your life. So it doesn't matter whether you started in your 20s or 30s or you're playing up into your 90s and beyond. God bless if you can. You learn lessons all along the way. And, you know, what, what are some of those lessons? You learn competition. You learn sportsmanship. You learn respect. You learn how to work within a team environment. It's not just a one-on-one -on -one uh, one -on -one, uh, sport. Um, so it, it can teach you so many of the important skills you'll need in life going forward uh, that it's just, uh, it, it, it's an amazing game. And it continues uh, to give all the way. I, I think back to, you know, when I first started having my children play, um, when they were uh, probably six, seven, eight years old, and they used to come out on the golf course with me and sometimes just ride in the car and ask questions. We'd get great family time, we'd talk, and to kind of teach them the pace of the game, I'd have them tee off and we'd pick up their ball and then we'd drive out to my ball in the fairway and they'd keep playing and eventually they all 
uh, developed uh, into good players, and they love that family time we've had. We talked about family. We talked about business, um, and of course, not to say all the business that's been done uh, on the golf course uh, by me over uh, the course of my career. And somebody asked me the other day, you know, how many deals have you closed? And I said, well, I have over ten billion dollars worth of deals under my belt if I add them all back. And uh, I can't say it's a hundred percent of it I own a golf, but uh, certainly golf was a major contributing factor. Good morning, Elise. Um, question for you. So, what does golf mean to you? Well, Bill, I guess it means a lot of things, but most importantly, for myself as a woman, it fills a unique position of being able to have an activity that you can play with people of all ages, all genders, and a lot of activities and sports don't really meet that. You know, you women can't play with men because the men are too strong. You know, you can't play with young people um, because maybe they're too active. Um, so golf really fits a very unique position in being able to allow you to have an activity that you can do with many different people. So I like playing with my son, who last year when we played, I beat him first time out. And, of course, he spent the rest of the summer nagging me to play with him again so that he could beat me because no one wants their mom to beat them. He's a 30-year-old. And lo and behold, by the second or third round we played, he beat me consistently. So he definitely committed himself to making sure he beat me. But it's great to play as couples, husbands, wives. You can go out with other couples, and it can be very social. So I think it really fills a very unique space where you can do an activity and it can hit on a lot of different levels, both social, physical. And so it really is very unique in that way. I began playing golf when I was working and it was wonderful because men love social activities such as golf, especially with business situations. If you're at a business meeting and there's an afternoon free, typically the men want to play golf. And it's not good if uh, your clients are all out uh, playing golf and you're on the sidelines. So as a woman, it's actually very important to acquire the skill of golf if you need that in a business setting. Hey, Steve. So um, I have a question for you. What does golf mean to you? Golf has kind of been a lifetime game for our family. And, uh, you know, it started with my parents. They played into their 80s. My dad got started. He was in his 40s when he started to play. And my mother about the same time. And then uh, from there, I started playing. I was probably around 20 or so when I started playing. And it's been a big part of our lives. The golf, um, you know, my parents, they went to Florida when they got older. And uh, from there, they played, they were playing golf, uh, I don't know, four or five times a week. And, you know, it became like their whole life. So then after that, um, you know, then, then I started playing more. Um, and then there was a time in a in our lives when uh, we played a fair amount of business golf. Uh, 
that wasn't, you know, that doesn't really happen uh, too much now, but probably in the 80s and 90s, there was a lot of uh, business golf played. And what we used that for was to build relationships. And back then, you actually had relationships, and these customers became your friends. And it was a good thing. I mean, it was, it was you know, it helped, uh, helped in business and just helped uh, the whole relationship. Fast forward uh, uh, many years later, now I'm spending some time in Florida, and I'm amazed that there is so many people in their 80s and 90s still playing this great game. One guy in particular down here, his name is John Murray. He's kind of like a legend down here. Uh, when I first got down here four or five years ago, and I spent a, a little bit of time down here, and he's here full time, I played with him one day. And I asked him how old he was, and he told me at the time, I think he said he was 94. And I went, there's no way you're 94. And then he told me his birthday. I said, yeah, I guess you're 94. A couple years later, I see him on the range. Now, now he's probably, I don't know, 97 or so. And he's got a huge bucket of balls, and he's hitting them, working on a swing. And then he disappears. Five minutes later, he comes back with another large bucket. And here he is at 97, 98 years old, working on his golf swing. Unbelievable. I saw him maybe a couple months ago. Uh, he's still playing two to three times a week. He still drives a car. He's going to be 100 years old this year in October. It's quite an amazing story, really. So uh, I, I guess we would all hope to be like John Murray. So, Rhonda, what does golf mean to you? Well, golf. Well, I have only golfed as an adult, so I have to say after retirement. So for me, it is the socialization. It's probably one of the most challenging things I've attempted as an adult. Um, it's one of those games that gives me a lot of highs and it gives me a lot of frustrating lows. But I really, really do enjoy the socialization. I've met so many people since I've retired through playing golf. And I do think when you retire, it is hard to meet people because you're not in an office every day. You're not at meetings off campus every day. Those business contacts have disappeared. So um, for me, it's been vital, I think, for the socialization. Um, but golf is humiliating. It's, I mean, it keeps you humble, I guess is the word I should say. Um, you've got those highs that you think, gosh, I finally got this thing down. And then next thing you know, it kind of slaps you in the face and says, nope, you're not quite there yet. So it's something you got to really work at. Um, I do think you need to enjoy it. Um, and put time into it, which I unfortunately don't put enough time into it. I have fun with it. I get out there with my friends. I get frustrated with my individual strokes and scores. But at the end of the day, it's all about the people I'm with, um, the fun I'm having, the socialization, getting the fresh air, and um, just getting out of the house and enjoying my day. Uh, so... 
for me, it can be addictive too, I think. Um, right now we're not playing golf at Dallas Park because they've closed the golf course for renovation. But when I am in that mode of playing golf, I want to get out there three times a week, maybe four times a week. Um, that helps my game. When I'm not playing golf like I am now and I get out there once every other week or whatever, that hurts my game. So um, it's an addictive, challenging, humbling, um, fun game, you know. Um, glad I picked it up when I retired and um, I hope that I can play for many, many, many years and um, it's one of those, it's not extreme exercise, so hopefully the old bones and whatever can keep up with it. So Pete, what does golf mean to you? Well, golf in a word means everything to me and it's it's funny how it, it morphed throughout one's lifetime or my lifetime like anyone else your father or grandfather taught you how to play when you were young and you kind of went away for it for a while then maybe in your late teens early 20s you uh come back uh and and pick up the love for it again and it starts to uh stay with you and in my case it was something that i decided i wanted to make a career out of and uh, was very interested in club management uh, and of course, back then playing, right? It was all about playing the game, and it sort of evolved uh, into uh, becoming a PGA member, running clubs, getting into uh, equipment sales, and working for manufacturers. And the love of the game switched from actually playing to making a living on the merchandising side or uh, the sales side. During that time, networking with so many people. And meeting so many people in this, uh, this great sport of ours that it becomes your lifestyle. So the thing that got you into it was actually that that stick and ball. The neat thing was having it become a business and the passion switching from playing the game to mentoring the game and promoting the game and making a living off of selling products. The older you get, the longer you've been in it, the smaller it gets and the relationships you develop and like with the PGA show, you go there, it's like a homecoming. So your love of the sport led you to all these different facets of it. Uh, and now, for instance, later in my career, uh, I can't even think about leaving the industry or doing something other than working in the sport and, and in the golf industry. So it, it means everything to me. And it's much like these PGA Tour players from the old days say, it's given my family everything. And it's it's just because of that original passion that started way back when, when Dad took you out there and, and you know showed you how to grip the club and swing it, and uh, who knew that it would lead to a lifetime of, of blessings. Well, JT, they sure do tell a story of love and hate, don't they? Oh my goodness, uh, <laughs> they certainly do. Uh, from a wide a wide range of backgrounds, both from professionals to golfers that are rel relatively new to the sport. What's interesting, though, is, you know, obviously golf is a great way to get out into the fresh air, hopefully sunshine, for a little exercise and activity. But what I kept hearing from just about everybody is the social aspects, the way to make yeah. friends, to spend time with friends, to relax for three or four hours uh, in the course of a day. 
I also heard about the challenges of golf. You know, no one is ever perfect at this game, no matter whether you're a professional or a, a, a new player. Getting better is always a challenge, no matter where you're at in the game. I heard about life lessons, you know, about integrity and honesty and so forth. And golf is a terrific game to really reflect on a lot of things that are meaningful and important in life. And, and really, lastly, I think everybody could uh, attest to the humbling aspects of this game. No matter sure. how good you are one day, you can certainly be a completely different player the next day. But that's part of the reason we always come back. It's really funny because from Jeff Brown saying from Bagger Vance, the movie, it's a game that you can never win. You can never beat it. It's just every day is different. And Michelle Day, you just saying, I love the question. It's like, I don't know, boy. She she really enjoys the peace and tranquility. Casley with family and his sons out there. Elise, business, social, and to your point, the socialization thing. Steve Frayne, just watching a guy that's going to be 100 in October, still playing a couple rounds a week. Rhonda Fleming, who's just hopeful that these old bones will keep going. And last but not least, Pete Kinney taking us, I guess, from your dad or your grandfather showing you how to play all the way up to the fact now that he's made uh, golf a career relative to the business side of it. So I guess uh, it says it all. And uh, until... Till next time, thanks for listening today. For myself, John Thane, and the rest of the Summit Club team, Ashley, John Try, Chris, Rick, and John Navickus, don't forget, we also provide business consulting, coaching, training, go-to-market social media consulting, and soon, a Master's Roundtable discussion group. Don't forget. Go ahead. Thanks very much, Bill. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be here, and I always learn something. So till next time, here's to your climb to the summit. To learn more about the Summit Club podcast, please find us online at www.summitclubpodcast.com. Thanks for listening to the Summit Club podcast, and we'll see you at the top. This podcast was recorded, produced, and engineered by summitclubpodcast.com.